Hey, welcome back to the Smart Decision, Smart Results podcast, where we talk about finance, entrepreneurship, and motivation. Join us every Monday and Saturday for new episodes at 7 a.m. Hey, everybody, welcome back. So this episode is going to be a little bit different. I know previous episode we were talking about mindset, but due to some of the things that were happening last week with the stock market, with GameStop, AMC, and a lot of the other stocks that were heavily shorted by hedge funds and you know a lot of the, the big institutional players that buy into these stocks and kind of short them. And the whole thing was the hedge funds were upset because retail investors were driving up the price, which was causing them to incur huge losses because they had to cover their shorts. And a lot of them took their positions out just because the short was going to lose them too much money. So they're trying to get out early. Either way, they ended up keep continuing to drive it and things happened to where it just wasn't good. Uh, so what I wanted to talk about is how technology has, I, I guess it's, it's improved a lot of things. It's made a lot of things more accessible and it's made a lot of people's voices heard where otherwise they wouldn't be heard prior to a lot of these social media apps and just how technology is and i remember you know i think every generation every time people grow up and for instance me i'm in my you know i'm over 35 almost close to to 40 so i'll be i'm 36 about to be 37 but i remember everyone kind of remembers where their parents said well back in my day you know this is how we did things and i think every generation kind of has that i remember my parents and they used to say you know you have it made you have video games and tv and things like that where you can you know spend your time doing this but it really wasn't like that you know when i was a kid we spent a lot of our time outside that's just how it was yeah there was tv and video games and i remember playing video games to a certain point but it wasn't really addictive or it wasn't something that I really focused on playing I was more I had more fun playing outside with friends you know the neighbors and and things like that but I think now now that I have kids and have teenagers it's a lot different for instance video games have blown up there's a lot of kids playing video games you know I have a teenager that plays video games all the time I actually have an eight-year-old that plays and she's like a PC gamer and plays all the time and it's weird because I used to play a lot of games but I also played a lot outside a lot of them I just think that social media and the way technology is gives them more opportunities to stay inside and it's hard to get them to go outside it's weird that they rather stay inside and either you know consume social media or play video games and not really worry about going outside and playing with you know with their friends like like I did when I was growing up and even though kids do want to get together what I notice is when we go to like the mall or really anywhere where you see teenagers you know that 
the age where most kids have cell phones, which is crazy that you'll see, you know, seven, eight year olds with cell phones already, but you see them hanging out, but they're all on their phones. It's just so weird. And I remember reading an article where they said that a lot of, you know, if you consume so much social media and you look at these posts that you have some sort of depression or you can develop some sort of depression, I should say, because not not everyone's going to, you know, get those thoughts to where they feel like their life isn't going as well as the social media influencers. And you see this, I think, in video gaming, too, where it's just hard to get them involved in other things than uh, video games, social media or something involved with technology. And I think that's why you see, I know the rates for obesity continue to increase. And I think it's harder for, you know, kids to, to lose weight when they're just inside sitting down, either playing video games or on social media or creating TikToks, which I think that's one where would be a little different because I, 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 you know, I don't, I'm not too heavy on, you know, TikTok and things like that. But when I do see certain posts, it looks like they're all dancing and I could be wrong, but I guess that would be some form of exercise and I guess it would be all right. But I also see a lot of the content on there where it's just not appropriate for, in my opinion, for kids under 15 to be, you know, seen on there or, you know, it just normalizes a lot, a lot of things that you don't really see, especially when I was growing up, you didn't see those kind of things. And of course it could be because social media wasn't around when I was growing up, but you didn't have to worry about things like that. Now, you know, it just seems like teenagers growing up a lot faster, wanting to wear clothes that older kids wear. And I, I see both sides where some people will say, hey, they just, they just want to dress the way they want. But I think a lot of that's influenced from what they see or how they're growing up. A lot of their behaviors and attitudes, I think, are developed now from social media. And parents only play a small role. And I understand parents have to be involved. And, you know, us as parents, uh, specifically myself and my wife, you know, we, we try to limit the amount of social media, things that they see, things that they play, um, how they use chat rooms and, and video games or whatever. We try to limit the amount of content they see that we know is not appropriate. But then you also see those kids that maybe aren't limited by their parents as far as what they're seeing on social media, whether it be that they just don't know, which it could be. Like I said, I'm not on social media a lot, so it could be the same thing. Maybe the parents have no idea what's on there, so they don't really say anything. But it's just, I, I don't know, It's just it just seems like it's a lot easier for kids these days to be influenced by social media. And the other thing to it, let's say there's parents that limit the content that their kids see, even though, you know, like for instance, me as a parent would limit our kids that, hey, you can't watch that. You know, you can't get on this site because of this, or you can't read these type of comments. Even if we protect them from that, 
when they go to to school or with their friends and if they have anybody that isn't limited on social media of course they're going to bring that stuff up and i understand you know you know i'm not dumb to where i think that hey they're going to be shielded from all of that when they go to school i know that if their friends have that they're going to be showing you know our kids hey look look what's on here and things like that and they're going to be talking about things that they're probably too young to be talking about i get that i was a teenager and i know there was a lot of things that you know we would talk about that it was like we had no idea what it was but we pretended like we did just to seem like we were cool and we understood that but i think now it's it's to a different level i think now it just seems like what they see on social media especially from you know maybe somebody that they like to see on social media or maybe is an influencer and and it, it may not be the social influencer's fault and i I don't blame them to a certain extent because they're just creating content. It's not like their whole purpose is to create content for, you know, under 15 year olds and they're targeting those, that audience. I get it. They're creating content and it's up to the parents to put restrictions on what they can and can't watch. It's uh, to me, in my opinion, it's not the influencer's job to limit their content because they're afraid of somebody younger seeing now i say that with an exception if they are creating content and they know that hey look the demographics this is what it looks like that's my audience is mainly these kids then obviously the content that they're creating would speaks to that audience so you kind of have to be careful there and what you put out but still i think it all falls back on the parents to limit the content to look at what's putting put out and what their kids are watching and then make decisions based on the information that they they've gathered but when they start seeing just random things pop up like on instagram with reels and i guess that's similar to what tiktok is and snapchat i'm not sure but if you see a post that hey maybe you like the post and then you keep scrolling or swiping up or whatever it is you notice a different content comes up and some of it it's like i see that and i'm like whoa if my if my kids were on here and they're seeing like dog you know dog videos cat videos and then all of a sudden it's just weird challenge where uh, i can't even think of it what it's called but you'll see where you know girls shaking their butts or whatever it is and it's kind of like man if my kids were seeing this you know they would start thinking oh this is normal this is what we're supposed to do it's a challenge and whether they understand what they're doing or not i think in their heads it's kind of making them think like yeah, everyone's doing this, so this is normal. Uh, this is what I'm supposed to be doing, or this is how I should act, or this is the way I should dress. This is how I should talk based on the content they're consuming, whether it's something they're we're intentionally watching or not. Like I said, a lot of those things it's just like random things that pop up. So I think it's it's hard to stop it, but it's extremely. I think it's a good thing and a bad thing the way technology 
has advanced and the way social media can provide people a voice where otherwise they're not heard. Like I said, when I was growing up, we didn't have that. So our voices were minimal, especially growing up in the neighborhoods that, that I grew up in. You didn't have a voice regardless. Nobody was going to listen to you. And we had teachers telling us we weren't going to amount to anything. We weren't going to go to college and all that. So it was hard to find people to build us up. And I know a lot of people don't understand that. They think, hey, well, you know, if you don't like your life, you know, change it. Or if you want to have a voice, just do something about it. It's easier said from somebody that didn't grow up like that because you don't have anybody else. Everything you see, you know, every everyone you talk about or talk to, they've been told the same thing. So they don't know any different. And it's not until you continue to grow up and, you know, out of school and you life experience. And then you start realizing that, hey, I am in control of my life and it doesn't matter what anybody else says. But there's a lot of people that don't see that. They don't experience that to where they say, hey, it's my life and whatever I want to do, I can pursue it no matter what anybody says. But now it's a lot easier with social media because... There's a lot of positive things around social media. There's so many motivational images or speeches or whatever it is that helps lift people up. YouTube, there's things that you can search. If you want to figure out how to do something, you can find it. So I think that aspect of it, it's, it's amazing what people can do. And now it's to where all the information you ever need is online. And I think Elon Musk said, you don't really need to go to college to learn. And I think that's more true than ever before. Because back then, you, you could find the books, but now you can easily search it up on YouTube or Google it. And chances are you're going to find it. And you're going to figure out, okay, how to get started. And then you continue to build your experience. So that aspect's amazing. But then you also have the bad side of it. And where a lot of these people, that their sole intent is to bring people down, to share their negativity. To, it, it, to me, it seems like they get joy and pleasure from, you know, bringing people down or telling them, no, you're not, you're not going to do that. You're not no good. Or they post comments on videos from people that are trying their best to do something that they love and then... Here comes one of those people that, hey, I may not have watched your video, but I'm just going to comment something negative just to try to bring you down, try, just to try to make you quit because my life sucks and I have to make your life suck. So that's what I hate about it. But I think as a parent, it's it's really hard to try to say, OK, you can watch this stuff, but not this stuff, because naturally I think as a teenager, I remember it's like, hey, I'm my own person. I want to figure it out. And it's a lot harder for parents to regulate that information when they can see it from their friends or at school or things of that of that nature. So anyway, I just kept going on and on and just kind of wanted to share that with you and see what your thoughts were. But it's just a totally different atmosphere now to where you just have to be i mean you have to be grateful for the advancements in technology 
but also cautious with the advancements of technology. But anyway, uh, you know, thanks for stopping by and listening to today's episode. I really appreciate it. Um, and we'll see you next time. Thanks. <laughs>